Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. Yep. Hi, you guys. Uh, this is Black Country Blogs, tuna fat about everything is mental health, disability, and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, and my partner in crime, as always, Lee Cabman. And happy new year to you all. I know it's a bit later than normal, but well, I've been on my jollies. Soaking up the sun in the uh, Cape Verde, just to rub it in. But before we start about our crash, before we start about what we're going to be rattling about, we're going to do as we always do gratitude list. And I've got plenty to be grateful for. I've got people who love me, I've got people who help me, I've got people who support me. So had a great holiday. Uh, I've just had one of my kids, uh, Tom Jones, in the youth, youth open class Midlands, stopping the lad in the second round, so we're all the way through to the national quarterfinals up in Rotherham. So I've got a lot to be grateful for. What are you grateful for? <laughs> Sorry, Kev, I'm not really feeling <laughs> That. so we're having technical issues again on our first one back which is not great but you know what i'm grateful to be back up here and be able to do it again so looking on the brighter side that's what i'm happy about well, i see i mean it's it is the gratitude uh, hopefully it's going out to people <laughs> well, technology we can't help technology can we no we can't something's ready control and i love that old saying giving a serenity to accept the things i can change the wisdom to accept the things i can't change Oh, bodge that up. With <laughs> <laughs> that, it, the whole lot of thing is, we fixate on things that we can't change, and you're thinking that's just the fastest way of making yourself sad. Focus on the things you can change, work hard at changing them, and don't get yourself mad about the things you can't. But gratitude, I mean, just in general, I've had a great Christmas, had a great birthday party, we made Christmas, been on holiday, and it's been bloody lovely. I love it up here at the Lions. Love it. But I, I love having time off as well. I love being with my wife and my daughter and seeing my friends and just being there. And I think when we've had a good rest, you come back with a new life, don't you? You've got new ideas for the pads. You've got new ideas for sparring. You've got new ideas. And when boxing shows do come up and championships do come up, you've got the energy to keep going to them. Sometimes when you just... That old donkey that's carrying hail through the desert, it breaks you, doesn't it? You need to give yourself time just to be a human being and realising the world will still turn without you. Yeah, that's definitely right. And it is. It's nice to take a few weeks off or a few months as you you, you have, not you? <laughs> it feels like that. It feels like forever since we've sat in the studio. Well, uh, the week before... You were poorly wanting to so have to cancel it, yeah. and it's. I mean, the winter. Have you heard this new thing saying it's the uh, the hundred day flu? Yeah, well, you, I've heard it because you told me about it the other day, but I've not not heard anything else. A few people, and you, you don't know if it's cod's wallop. You don't know, but like 
look, my daughter had a cough there for like about six, seven weeks, and I've had this aches and phlegmy and all this. And a lot of people you talk to, I mean, when I was away, like people know I suffer with panic attacks, better now than ever I've been. But when I get all the phlegm on my chest and I, and I, I feel like I can't breathe and then I get uncomfortable, then I'm walking around and trying to get myself right. And especially I had it when I was in lockdown and my daughter and my wife was working from upstairs. But like when you're in a hotel room and there's like your two beds in there, you, me and my partner, me and my wife and uh, my daughter, and then you feel like you can't escape then. You can't just have a walk around. You can't go and sit on the settee. And then that adds to it. Have you ever had anything like that? Um, not so much like that. I think I've been close to panic attacks, but never actually had any. And it was more to do with, I remember once I went, for, um, it was early days and my daughter's illness, and I went for an interview and I had to go to Ireland for the interview for the job to Northern Ireland. And I remember just feeling dread and not about the interview. I'm quite used to that, but having to leave her. Um, and I was only there, I was literally in and out in a day, flew over to Belfast and I was, I was back by the evening. But yeah, just the, the dread of that and for, for days leading up to it, just feeling that, just sitting on the sofa and my heart and just start pounding out my chest, you know what I mean? Um, but I've never actually had a panic attack. My parents, if I have something, I understand if I had something to be worried about, mm. as you say, you've got to leave Cali, you've got to do this, you're going to have a boxing match. I think, oh my God, I get myself into a tears and I get worried and I catastrophize. I do that anyway. But that doesn't bring on the panic attacks. The panic attack could just be, I feel like I'm going to fall forward. I feel like I'm going to faint or I can't swallow. Or and It's such a horrible feeling like that. And I've done so many years of counselling and therapy and working with Emily up here with uh, Spartan Brain Gym. Check that out, guys, on social media. She's running, running that from this very room. So if you want something that's completely different, a mind gym, get in touch with her on social media. It's well worth doing. I've done it. A fair few of my coaches and boxers have been doing it, and it's results. And what I've liked about it is positive thinking. And I'm like that when I'm here having one of my wobbles. And I'm going, you've been here before, you soft sod. You're okay. You can breathe. Just remind yourself of that. So I'm very lucky that I've had the experiences, I've had the knowledge, I've had the support from the people who could give me good advice. But when they do come, they're still bloody horrible. And as I say, I had one in uh, on my holidays and it was going on for ages. And I had these uh, little tablets I take when I'm having one of my wobbles. But I didn't want to wake my wife up. I didn't know where they were. I didn't want to be rustling through everything. So I was really riding the storm and it seemed to go on for hours. Probably felt longer than it was and that's what it does isn't it when you're mm. feeling poorly you're thinking oh it's never gonna end mm. when's the light gonna come up when's she gonna wake <laughs> up when's this gonna happen and it's amazing when you're being mentally battered with these anxiety or depression or the ptsd or the ocd and all these other things how much it takes out of your physical body I feel drained and I feel battered. I feel like I've had 10 rounds in the ring downstairs getting up to the boat. And it's amazing how much our brain and our body or our stomach can work together. Or work against you. Work against you. Mm. Wouldn't it be great if you had this superpower of turning all these thoughts into positive thoughts? Well, then... Yeah. 
you know, um, I think you've, you would probably agree with that yourself. You've how, how far you come from being someone who thought negatively to someone who changed that opinion through doing podcast counseling, whatever it is. Mm. But now you're able to stop, take hold of what's going on, and turn turn that into the turn that into a positive thought. thought. And it's so easy how someone else can take it down the rabbit hole, isn't it? Yes. When someone goes like, oh. Um, well, so and so is making more money than you. He's doing this, he's doing that, or so and so is getting the grants, or so and so. And you go, well, God bless him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's it's not working out for me in that way. So why am I upsetting myself? Yeah, and concentrate on your own happiness. Concentrate on your own happiness. Mm. Why well, must want to take food off your plate when I should be concentrating on getting on my own? Mm. And if I can't get on my own, change something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about. It's don't hate the player, hate the game. And why hate when you can change it? Mm. Yeah. And if, if you're not happy with a game, do a different game. There's certain things we've got to do. We've got to pay our mortgages. We've got to feed our children. We've got to do this. But we've also got to be happy. And I'm not saying my happiness, was I will sacrifice my happiness for those other two things, my children and my mortgage. But not by much. You know, because my daughter's my world, my wife's my world. They are... But you're their world as well. But they're my world. So I can't sink, mm. but I have to provide. And I think that's something that men, especially, struggle with, isn't it? Yeah. Putting up with hell so they can be happy. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if I could navigate that journey into minimising the hell and making sure that we're all happy? Mm. There's certain times that we're going to have, I'm going to be uncomfortable. Your gaffer is being an idiot. They're telling you off, or you've got to go when you're not feeling well, or it's you're, you're hungover, or the car's frosty, or the traffic's terrible. There's all these amounts of hell that we have to put up with, but it won't finish us. You're just thinking, the car's frosty, I've stumped my toe, I'm not getting paid for this, da, 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 da. but I persevere. Because the good times are on the horizon, and 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 most of these things you choose to do. Yeah, <laughs> even don't know if you, it's your choice to do. Not say you do have to pay a mortgage, but how many different ways is it to pay a mortgage? Yeah, you know, there's this. It's infinite, infinite, isn't it? How many ways there is to pay a mortgage? And sometimes you have to take a cut in money, but what's money? You know, what I mean, it, you go like, well, I can't. I'm on. Uh, I don't know. Hundred pound a day, uh, but how much do you need? Wouldn't it be better to be on seventy pound a day? Will you enjoy what you're doing? Well, I sacrificed my happiness for years, and more importantly, my time with my kids in the pub trade. Mm. For years and years, I did that running pubs and whatever. And you just think, you know what? It'd be all right if I was running it myself and making myself really rich, but I weren't even doing that. You know, so why? Why? You know, it's. It's madness, and it's not until sometimes that was that was what I trained for, and that was my life at the time. Mm. And it was only circumstances that took me out of that to realise actually, Lee, there's loads of other things you can do. You're not just there doing that and killing yourself for for whatever, and not making yourself rich so you can look forward to more time with your kids. But the circumstance, I'll come out of it. The world's your oyster. There's loads of different jobs you can do. There is that pay the same, that pay less, that pay more. You know, we've got opportunities, self-employed, start your own business. Yeah, your, your earnings are unlimited then. Only limited by yourself. 
And sometimes I feel like about like climbing the ladder. I talk to so many people, they go, I'm happy at the moment, but if I climb the ladder one bit or two bits, I've got to work more. I earn a bit of money, but then the tax man takes that money. So I'm actually earning the same, if not slightly less. But I've got more responsibilities. But I can't see my family. And when I am on holiday, I've got to check on my emails on my laptop. And I go, well, hang on, Bert. How's that successful? Mm. Your success is being able to enjoy your time. Yeah. Because when I go, if I win that 100 million, then I'd be happy. But would you? Because then a lot of your old lifelong mates are asking for stuff. And then your new mates, you can't really trust them because I'd have to you or your money. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of unhappiness comes from not having money, though. Hap unhappiness can be through not having money, but having money won't make you happy. It's a double-ended sword. Potentially. I mean, the problem is we're, we're, we've never had money enough money to probably say that. Whereas but, I can tell you I've had enough, I've not had enough money and I know what that feels like. But I've known multi-millionaires heartbroken still, haven't they? Because they've never, they don't know who their friends are. Anyone who phones them is always after stuff. And then responsibility of their empire crushes them. So it's... But again, that's... I think once you've got to the point where you've got enough money to do what you want is the key. That That's the key. So it, they choose to carry on with that empire, which but, makes them unhappy. But that's where people do, with, like with boxers, you go on, and you go, well, why on earth are you still boxing? Heavyweight champion, you've won this, you've, done, you've got multi-millions. It's the buzz. It's knowing when to get off the roller coaster, isn't it? Mm. It's knowing when to think, you know what? I've made enough. I can do what I want. However, I heard this other day as well. I liked it. Always find something to do. Because money, once again, you go like, well, all I'm going to do is I'm going to retire and not do anything. It's funny how boring that becomes. Mm. If I'm always having a T-bone steak every day, it's funny how fast that stops being my favourite meal. I think that depends on where you are in life, to be honest. Because like, I think my, my nan and granddad, and actually they were ready to retire and, and do, they weren't rich. But they were ready to retire and do nothing. And I feel like my dad is and my mom is now. I feel like they could not not do nothing. They'd always that's the thing. When you say do nothing, they have hobbies, so they do those mm, hobbies. Hobbies. Um so it's not do nothing, but they are ready to give up that roller coaster of actual work. But the, the hobbies, the pottering, is having some it's having something. Because when you've got nothing, then you're lost. Even if it's just that walking down and getting the newspaper or talking to Jeff or the, walking the dog, feeding the cat. We need purpose in our lives. Yeah, I heard a good saying the other day, because obviously now we're, we're ex extending people's lives, although we're the first generation where that may change. And uh, and, uh, and the saying, saying goes, it's it's all good extending your life by a year, but are you living that year? Yeah. That's very good, very true, mm -hmm. because... I, our brains aren't designed for this amount of knowledge coming into it. We've got tablets and operations and machines to keep us alive. So the pursuit of staying alive for longer, like how many of those years do we live? Mm. And we waste them. And, in... and it's not even staying alive longer now. It's more that are you living? So realistically, we've got another at least, you know, if we're lucky 40 years, haven't we? We're 80 years old, whatever, or around around that. But are you living those that year now? Mm. And that is, when you're 80, you probably won't be able to live that year. Well, it's so many people that go, well, I'm saving it for when. And yeah, 
we have got to screw all money away. And yeah, obviously for all these things we think. But would 75-year-old Kev enjoy this money? He'd be telling you much? to go on go on holiday with your kids. Yeah. No, all the all the kids and want to be on holiday with you. And what are young enough to actually enjoy being yeah. seen with you? And, yeah, that's it. And it's so true. How much money do we have on buying these new shirts and trousers and to look good for people who probably haven't even noticed mm. us? Well, I think that's where the, 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 the money kind of comes into, isn't it, Kev? Because if you had the option now of whatever, a million in your bank, 100 million, whatever it is, that, that uh, at least you can go, okay, well, I, I don't have to do this, this and this. I can spend more time with you. We can go on more holidays and have more life experiences. Mm. Forget the material, like you said, clothes yeah. and that, because that, that doesn't bother me either. I couldn't, I couldn't get less, to be honest. As long as I've got clothes on, yeah. I'm happy. You know we're, I mean? all, we're all glad about that. <laughs> we're all glad about that, <laughs> definitely. But, you know, but, but having those experiences and be able to um, share those experiences with your family without ever having to think about money. Like when you go on holiday, I've always said to my wife, when we go on holiday... The one thing I want to make sure is we've got enough money when we're there. Yeah. If the kids want an ice cream, if we want to go to that zoo over there, or want to get to that water park, yeah. it's the one time I want to be, imagine being able to have that all the time going, okay, let's let's go there and we don't have to think once about what we're spending. I'm not saying you're going to be spending it on crap, but you don't. You can spend it on experiences and, and, and being there with them. Well, on the flip side, that's great for us. But are we teaching our kids the right things when... It's just, it, you know, I mean, it's like when when the, the, I don't know, the, the, the phone breaks or the watch breaks or whatever, it's all right then. You're going to have to work hard to get another one. They're good life lessons to have, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. But I think there's also there's also inbuilt character else that some people will go, because I know plenty of people who've never had money and seen their parents never had money and they, they don't have the ambition or mm. the want to have money now. And they've they've seen their parents work to do that. So really, is it, you know, there's no guarantee by spoiling the kid, is it going to be any different? I don't think good values and hard work is a good thing. To I think to anyone. I think it is, but but again, like we see it in 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 we see it a lot in boxing when when the the dads have made it and the sons are coming through, and you think to yourself, well, why are you doing that? You know, you've Chris Eubank Jr. is prime example. I have so much respect for him because you think, well. He didn't need to do that, did he? Yeah. He, he had a cushy life, but he's gone in. He's gone in and he's worked hard, and he's where he is now. So whatever people think about his boxing or skills or whatever, that he's still gone in and done something they didn't have to do that's hard. Mm-hmm. So again, it's gonna you're gonna some people are gonna be living off the coattails of that and not know what hard work is. Other people are still gonna know what hard work is, whether whatever their background is. I think it's instilling that those things in in your children I heard yeah. another day it's like um and i'm not sure money or lack of money instills that uh i think that's parenting yeah exactly and, but i heard something the other day and it's so true because we we try and guard our children from absolutely everything right rightly so you know what i mean bloody hell i'm protective dad and so i said because but the most interesting people have gone through hard times and it, it's so true everyone who has got a story to tell. I've been through real adversity, and that's what's made them interesting. You look at um, Mad Peter, who we had on just before. I think we might be in the last. Yes, before we, yeah, yeah. And you look at his his story and his 
imagine if he hadn't have had that kind of life. Probably wouldn't it, it'd have been a boring podcast for me yeah. if he hadn't done and it, you know, it does it create stories having that bit of hardship and that because you don't want your babies and your loved ones to go for it, but sometimes you have to stand back and let them have the heart broken, mm. let them have the fingers burnt, let them that's experiences life as much as going on holiday or doing that's... the fun things. You learn just as much from the bad things. I always, mm. I always think I've been so blessed in my life with some of the world's best teachers and some of the worst. And I learned just as much from the bad teachers as I did from the great teachers. So I went, I will never make anyone feel how you made me feel. I will never humiliate and treat people like you did. I'll be more like this guy who brought out the best of me and encouraged me to so we need the bad, we need the good, we need the yin, we need the yang, we need the rain, we need the sun. And that's what life is, isn't it? Yeah. It's like when they go, I'm really sad, but that's part of life. Mm. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend's broke your heart, your dog's passed away. You should feel sad because you know what? Your heart's broken. You just lost in a boxing match or a football match or a tiddlywings match. Be gutted, because if you're not gutted, you never wanted it. Mm. That's great to know how low it feels. And then when you win, how great that feels. It, uh, I think that's where, that's the art of learning resilience, isn't it? To actually lose yeah. and, and go again. And be a dude about it. Mm. God, I'm so sad. But Lee, congratulations. Yeah. I'll get you next time, but congratulations. To do that... Is such a great person. Like, you know what? The same with, and there ain't enough of this at the moment. You know what, Lee? Um, I'm not the water over. I broke the microphone. All I can say is I'm sorry. Own up to the fact you've done things wrong. Every single person upon this planet who has ever been on this planet will do things wrong and has done wrongs and will do things wrong. You're not the first. You won't be the last. So just say, I'm very sorry. That's all I can say. And in that great art, mm-hmm. to be able to say sorry, look someone and own up to your mistakes because you will have so much more respect for that person. Even if you've got to have an almighty rollicking, after he's finished, he'll go, fair play, you owned up to it. And respect you'll get. I think well, politicians and everyone could learn from that, couldn't they? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But what an art. What an yeah. art that has been lost. Yeah. Resilience. And owning up to the fact that you've made a mistake. But how would you how would you teach your daughter resilience then? By sometimes falling off the monkey bars. You know, sometimes like when she's doing the monkey bars, I don't want to do it, I don't want to. It's all right. But you won't be a winner. Mm. And you know, when she when she's upset, when she has her heart broke, daddy's there to cuddle her. Mm. But keep trying. You know what, darling? Daddy fails at virtually everything he ever does, but he turns up again. He's naturally rubbish at everything, but he's never let that get in his way. Tell them stories. Hopefully it encourages them. And give them a cuddle when they need it. Hold their hand, give them advice. But never stop them from trying and let them keep trying. You know what I mean? And show them failure isn't a bad thing. It's just a, the greatest way of learning. I'll keep failing until I stop failing. Yeah, I think um, it, I think trying thing is the key to everything as well. Yeah. Not many people scared to try stuff, worried about what people think if they do try stuff. All that I think, God, why? 
Like, what are you missing out on life because of what someone else will think or what? doesn't think or will think or pff, it's just it's nonsense. Were you frightened of what a coward thinks of you? At least you had the minerals to have a go. Mm. He was happy or she was happy sitting there belittling you for having a go. Who's the, who, who's the failure? The person who tried and didn't get it or the bum who sat there and never give it a go. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what you've got to remind yourself of. Whether it's boxing, karate, reading or writing, if you have a go, you're not a failure. just means you failed. And that is a massive difference. So when you failed and a failure. So, Kev, plans for this year with the podcast and the Black Country Blokes? Well, Where would you like to see us at the this time next year? Well, I've already talked to a few people. Like, I, my plans, as it has been for basically ever since we have, is have a sit down with some doctors and some of the NHS officials, MPs, counsellors, nurses, patients, family of the patients, and we'll all sit down and have an open conversation about what is wrong, what is good, what could be better, and what will never happen. Have frank, honest conversations and have honest conversations because how can we make the uh, how can we make bush fields better? Jacuzzis and king size beds. Never gonna happen. But how about if we get TVs in the room, made safe? How about in uh, in in bushy fields? It's just putting a pic, being able to put photos on your wall. Cause you're not allowed to have personal photos on your wall. Certain things we made different. Instead of leaving people with nothing to do, how about we give them something to do that hasn't got to be of weight? So we're gloves. We could be in there doing press ups, burpee jumps. We could be in there doing something right, getting the mental, the physical working together. And we're, we're on the air, we're getting these great guests on. I'm always learning. I know you're always learning. We've got big things that we'll, when we're allowed to, talk about what you're going to be doing as well. Yeah, I can talk about it a bit. So, obviously, from last year, we did, I did the Send All course with Ipsy. Explain um, what that is again, brother. So, it's, it's a law surrounding um, special educational needs and disability for, for children, young adults. Um, yeah, so I completed that last year and now I've become a parent representative for uh, Dudley Parent Carer Group. Um, and what that means, what Dudley Carer Parent Group, we'll get them on the show to explain it a lot better than me. But they take, they, they speak to as many carers as they can, find out what the problems are within the system and then take it to uh, the powers that be to talk about it and hopefully help uh, you know or eradicate that problem or whatever has to be done to to help at that point um i'll come on as a parent representative so i'll be in those meetings um not necessarily talking about my own experiences but talking about the collective experience of all the parents there we're trying to change it from the bottom up aren't we yes and um to do that you you, you have to be in conversation with them um and it was a bit of an eye-opener the other day because i've had plenty of conversations with people within colours care um and the, they've been they can be quite heated not all the time but they can be because i'm fighting for what i believe that my daughter um needs um and it was really interesting these meetings because we had meetings with or i was doing a course with people from the other side of it 
and you always you don't forget that that's not a person and they're not trying to do the best for your daughter as well but they're 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 in restraint aren't they mm. restrained by the system the rules whatever it is but they, they can be in restraint whereas me as a dad i'm not mm. so it's interesting kind of see the dynamic and how how we get around that so if we can tackle these things on the disability and the mental health this was the dream wasn't it get a people talking b to get great organizations on who because there's so many great organizations but they never get a nod never get any publicity there and they phone for the the people yeah so we're on the way we've got groups downstairs where we're training people physically and mentally monday to friday half 10 12 11 for mixed group half 11 12 12 for ladies only we're ticking things off as we go mm. i want to be back out on the uh on the on the floors doing some more public speaking radio's coming back up as well isn't it? yeah we'll we're going to get the nod and we're going to be back on the black country extra very soon so we'll keep me informed on that and as always guys if anyone has got a story to tell knows a story to tell please come on share what you've been through because it really helps people it's surprising like some of the episodes we've had and they'll go you know that one and i go oh yeah it really helped me because and i go bloody hell the reason why we get so many different people on hopefully one of them sings true to you or someone you love well i think i'll do it for today brother yeah i heard a lovely saying the other day what is the difference between try and triumph oomph so put a bit of oomph in put a bit of effort in and you'll achieve it so guys i've really enjoyed our first one back hope you're tuning in next week want you to take care of yourself and each other to our beat. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, to our beat. Listen, listen, listen.